Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Epic Earful, and here is, you know what, a jingle. Epic. Hey Scott, is this when I do the jingle? Hey Scott, is this when I do the jingle? Earful! Oh yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, just to clarify. Okay. Were you saying, hey, Scott, is this where we do the jingle, like, on repeat? Like, it was, like, a cool sound effect? <laughs> yeah. It was a cool sound effect. Why did you ask that question? Like, it wasn't a cool sound effect. Oh, I was just clarifying. I thought it was a cool sound it effect. Because like, it was meta. Because it was like, is this the jingle? But it was also the jingle <laughs> itself. That is so meta. It's a commentary on how, uh, just as God is three and one, that was, I was asking if it was a jingle, but it was the jingle. It was both. Whoa. Yeah. This is why I love you, Will. One of the many reasons why. Um, So we're going to go ahead and sound off. I'm Scooter. I'm here. Who else is here? Uh, My name is Landonian, and I'm here. The great Landonian. Um, my name is Landon, and I like to party and go on <laughs> fun activities with my fun brother, Samson. No, yeah, my name is Will, and I live somewhere far away. Mm. Yeah. Okay, actually, no, this, is, this is actually Will, and I have to tell you guys this. When I got back to um, my home... Well, not my home. This is not my home. This is where I go to school. Mm-hmm. It's in Indiana at the very top. Gross. When I got back, it was negative 17 degrees outside, and all of my winter clothes were in my dorm room, Ooh. which I was not at. I was eight hours away from my dorm room. Oh. And so I had to walk around in the frigid Arctic blasts of air and ice as it was negative 17 degrees for eight hours wow. before I got to school. And then now... For all you guys who complain about going to school, just know that I have to walk to school and it is negative 15 degrees. So well, just think about that before you whine. Through well, right, I want you to think about something, Will. Okay. You could have gone to UCLA. Well, Scott, I was worried about what that would do to my soul and eternal salvation. Wow. Um, but you seem to be worried about its convenience, which I think is interesting. Well, if I you didn't know this, if you didn't know this, this is my world. And in and uh, yeah, and you're just living <laughs> that it. That is true. So every decision those, everyone should make those should are both be good points. In state tuition and this is Scott's world, and I'm living in. That's always <laughs> true. Um. Anyway, also, I just want to circle back on another thing that you said, Will. So let's circle okay. back. Uh, you circle. said that you like to party, which you can't say that when when you're in college because people will get the wrong idea about you. Okay, well, I would just like to point out that uh, Jesus went to a party, yeah. and he did not do anything sinful or immoral. Was Jesus in college, though? We just want to clear the air. You're a great guy, Will, and I just don't want the people to be judging you, you know? I party in a way that makes the Lord smile. There you go. All right? I hang out with a small group of friends, and we talk about things that are pleasing unto the Lord, and maybe watch The Chosen and listen to Will Reagan, and then take communion, and then we all go home. See, that's nice. That's cool. We're usually in bed by 6.30 p.m., so it it goes well. And he never lies, that Will Carlson. That's what I love about him.
He's hey. not allowed. Jesus said no. Hey, so on Thursday night we we had a Bible study. It was pretty cool. It was oh cool. Landon taught and he did an amazing job, and he told two stories mm. that were yeah. so juicy. One was about a pink worm. Yes, one was about a pink worm, and the other was about his dad letting him get the most absurd amount of yogurt land that a, a human being has ever, ever done before. Ever done. Give us. Give us a little summary of oh, man, I of I those stories, Landon, and yes. what, how does those tie into so Jesus? I was, a, I was a wee little junior. Don't give him the full story. <laughs> Just a summary. Anyways, I had to walk home every day from school. There was this one day I was walking home. It was really hard. On Did you back. like walking home? No, I hated it. I despised it. Mm. I was exhausted. I was tired. And finally, when I was I needed it the most, my dad who was working all the time, happened to get off work early and he decided to pick me up on my way home from school. And he picked me up and he drove me to Yogurtland and he gave me the fattest stack. How much, how much, when you put that Yogurtland on the scale, and Will, you're a big fan of Yogurtland. I love Yogurtland. What what is the most you've ever spent at Yogurtland for just yourself? One cup. For just me? Yeah, one cup. Um, I don't know, probably like, Six bucks, maybe. Six bucks. Yeah. Landon, tell the people how much your old man spent on you in that one exhibition. Thirty dollars. Oh my gosh. Thirty dollars. Thirty dollar cup. Did it was it multiple cups? It was just one no, cup. It was one, but it was Or did you bring like a Home Depot it was bucket? Trailer. It was one. But it was wow. struggling. Wow. It, it was struggling to stay afloat. It was an art. You really had it's like a drip castle. You remember the beach and you gotta yes. get this thing oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> and you wild. didn't finish it or you no, did? No, no, I ate around a third of it. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> you ate ten dollars. Wow. Honestly, even just eating ten dollars worth is a lot. Yeah, for for real. <laughs> and so what what does that story have to do with Jesus, Landon? Well, Jesus, like I listened to the voice of my father when I was in a place where I was tired and I was feeling Ooh. down and like out of it, like I wasn't gonna be able to make it home. Um, he meets us where we're at and he um, we have to listen to those good voices in our life. Like Jesus, he's calling out to us. Mm. And um, it's like, just like what we read tonight, which was John 21 verses like one through 13, mm-hmm. where um, Jesus calls out to the disciples and he tells them to put the... Should we net. read it? Yeah, sure. You want to read it? Let's read it. Okay. Will. Yeah. Sorry, Lance. I, I cut you off. No, you're good. I just want to say your name for fun. Oh, cool. Okay, <laughs> Scott Landon. So, so, what were you saying, Landon? Oh, I was just saying that. Um, yeah, he he told them to cast the Scott. net to the side. And uh, <laughs> what did he say? I said Scott. Yeah, did you say my name like I said your name before? I yeah, I don't know. It sounded cool when you did, and I just wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. But it was stupid. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Okay, let's read the text, and then, Landon, okay, why don't okay, you tell us what happened? Okay, perfect, yeah. <clears throat> Later, Jesus appeared again to the disciples beside the Sea of Galilee. This is how it happened. Several of the disciples were there. Simon, a.k.a. Peter, Thomas, nicknamed the Twinny Boy, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, <laughs> the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples. 
Simon Peter said, what up? I'm going fishing. We'll come too, they all said. So they went out in the boat and finding Nemo that's known as a butt. Oh, <laughs> what? It's in a movie. <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, sorry, Scott's dropping sick pop culture references sick. on you. Our bad landing. <laughs> Thought you knew what kind of show we had here. Yeah. Yeah, jeez. Jeez. Okay. Cool down. So they went out in the boat, but they caught nothing all night. Do you really think they fished all night? Every hour of the night? Every hour. You think they Sounds took a, like it. Yeah. So what the Bible says. At dawn, Jesus was standing on the beach, topless. Maybe. No. Sorry. But the disciples couldn't see who he was. He called out, fellows. What did he really yell? I wonder what fellows. Does Jesus use fellows anywhere else in the Gospels? Hey, fellows. <laughs> Have you caught any fish? This is the New Living Translation with some scooter interest. But I didn't add fellows. Okay, that's actually in there. What's up, fellows? Uh, they said no. We didn't, catch, we didn't catch anything. So he says, throw out your net on the right-hand side of the boat, and you'll get some. Let's get some. So they did, and they couldn't haul in the net because there were so many fish in it. Then the disciple, Jesus loved, said to Peter, it's the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his tunic because he had his tunic off. Jumped into the Wawa and headed to shore. The others stayed with the boat, pulled the loaded net to the shore, for they only about 100 yards away. When they got there, they found breakfast waiting for them. Ooh, all you can eat. Fish cooking over a charcoal fire and some bread. Bring some of the fish you just caught, Jesus said. So Simon Peter went aboard and dragged the net to the shore. There were 153 large fish, and the net didn't even tear, dog. It's insane. Last time I had that many fish, it tore. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Okay, there's two more verses. Landon, I think you should take us home. 12 and 13. 12 and 13. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, okay. Now come and have some breakfast, Jesus said. None of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Then Jesus served them the bread and the fish. This was the third time Jesus had appeared to his disciples since he had been raised from the dead. That's it. Wow. That's so I have a question. Yes. And I know everyone's thinking this. Um, where did Jesus get the fish and the bread? Do you guys think it just appeared, like with his Jesus powers, or that is a pretty good question. or did he just like probably found some boy with a basket of fish and bread? Just took it for them. He just stole it from a little boy. He just said this is the Lord's well, food. that doesn't it sound also right. It does sound like there were fish in the area. Like he went you to know, the market. Maybe he, maybe he got them from another another fisherman. Oh, like it's that story, like when the little piggy went to the market. Oh, I would never talk about my messiah like that, but I, I suppose <laughs> one could say that. Okay, so maybe Jesus. So we don't think it's like cool magic, like heaven fish. Oh, it could also be that for sure. I was just throwing out hypotheses. Mm. Okay, but it cool. for sure could be magic heaven fish. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, he created fish once. Who's to say he could do it again? Well, did he create it or did he multiply it? Uh, he could do whatever he wants. God, though. 
Fair. God, bro. Okay, so Landon, you yeah. were telling a story about $30 worth of yogurt land. Yeah, yeah. Your dad picking you up when you were tired, yeah. worn out. Yeah, so the disciples in this story are tired, they're worn out, they're weak, and they're feeling extremely guilty and full of shame after they betrayed Jesus. Ah, context. Yeah, they betrayed Jesus, and they all said that they wouldn't betray him. Peter especially said that he would die for him. He would he would go to the grave for him and he he betrayed jesus three times and so now they're feeling guilt and they're fishing they're fishing they, they went back to their old occupation and they're fishing for an answer they're fishing for something to answer their guilt and their shame and they're fishing for fish and jesus shows up and he gives them the biggest catch that they've ever caught and also the biggest answer and the most glorious answer that they could have to the question that they were fishing for, which is forgiveness and oneness with him. Whoa. Which they get to experience at breakfast. Pretty cool. That's straight bars. And so uh, that was really cool how you tied that in with your story, with your pops mm-hmm. and the minivan and the $30 worth of Froyo. <laughs> I think we need to do that. We should do yeah, that sometime. We should, $30 yeah. worth of Froyo? we should just try. I think- I think that should be, we should come up with some competition, like who can memorize the longest Bible verse, like the most consecutive verses, uh-huh. uh, and the winner gets $30 worth of the fro. They get a home, like a home depot bucket. Okay, so we're not doing the Home Depot bucket no, thing. No, no, that's cheating. Oh, so this Wait, just reminded like me of something. Idea? Summer long challenge, winner gets $30 of Froyo, but they have to put it in one cup. Yep. So that just reminded me of my childhood. Are you guys ready for a childhood experience? Yeah, that's right. So um, you guys know July 11th? Oh my gosh, best day of the year. AKA 7-Eleven. Oh yeah. AKA free Slurpee day. Heck yeah. One year when I was in, was it middle school or, or high school? One year in my youth, me and my best friend Dylan growing up, uh, we loved Slurpees. And they did a bring your own container. Oh my gosh! On Seven Eleven Day. That's a thing. <laughs> oh joy, begin. No and way. you could fill it like what whatever you wanted. And so I, we literally brought, brought like a huge ice chest and filled it with Slurpee. We like we like clocked out the machine. It was pretty awesome. Scott, I have a story about Seven Eleven Day too. Um, one time. Hey, well, why don't you I, go ahead and share that story? What? What you want to hear this story? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, one time, uh, I was riding home from the beach with one of my friends, mm-hmm. uh, but then the car broke down, and so another one of my friends had to pick me up. But I hadn't hung out with this friend very many times. So oh, I, I know this story. And and then I so I filled up my and they were like, oh, do you want to stop and get free Slurpees? And I was like, yeah, because uh, it was so eleven right by my house. And so I fill up my Slurpee, and I'm so excited. I haven't had a Slurpee in years. This was this summer. <laughs> and I get in their car, and I could have buckled my seatbelt, and I dumped my Slurpee mm-hmm. all down my pants, all over their <laughs> seat and their floor, and on the seatbelt, and in the center console. It was a small Slurpee. I don't know how there was so much of that cup, but I dumped that Slurpee out in front of them, and they didn't say anything. They just looked at me, and I looked at them. And my legs were freezing because of all the Slurpee on it. And then I just, in silence, had to napkin the Slurpee up. And nobody said anything. It was one of the most embarrassing moments of my whole life. Wow. 
Like, yeah. Who are these people? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Who? I don't remember. Honestly. Oh, you don't remember. Oh, oh interesting. <laughs> I barely even remember. Oh, so it part. must have been a girl. Oh, no. I was so a girl. Scott, you know me. I don't hang out with girls. They're scary. He's covering up. So girls I've have, also heard. Cooties make me nervous. I've also heard that like your legs or your thighs getting cold is one of the best places to get cold. Because is it really that cold? Survival situation wise, that's true. But this was not a survival situation. <laughs> this was me in a jeep. Wow, that's deep. That was a survival situation. Sounds like it. When in Rome. <laughs> yeah, and that just—I just was thinking about that when we were talking about like Jesus and stuff. Yeah, totally. That's cool. Cool. Thank you, thank you for sharing. I think that. this might have been our best episode ever. <laughs> There's a lot of really good stories. Oh, yeah, shout out Bible for that. I'm shout just gonna be like, too. I'm gonna just be like, hey, if you want to hear like a bunch of the best stories, like listen to this podcast. Yeah, we should promote this one. Scott, can you promote this in Big Church? Yeah, just like to give people a taste of what we do. The Story Boy podcast. <laughs> this episode, call the Story Boy podcast. They're just the name of the episode, and make and promote it in Big Church. Wow. That's this is our best work. That's beautiful. And don't cut any of this in post. Okay, I won't. I want them to hear what I'm saying right now. People, I love you. I love you and I miss you. And shout out, <laughs> Jeanette. I know you're listening potentially. Scott promoted this. And I get your text and they're very encouraging. I love you. Shout out, Jeanette. Wow. A Jeanette shout out. I'm going to send this to her and she's going to listen to it and like it. Who's Jeanette? Sounds good. Larry's wife. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Scott, don't cut that either. You gotta leave that in. I'm not cutting anything, baby. My scissors are dull. Right. <laughs> hey, Scott, I have some like old college college boy things I need to go do. Some assignments I need to. Do. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. So let's let's wrap, wrap it up. up. Okay, so this is the epic earful. Um, and if you want to win one dollar next week at the Snaggy Shaggy, I need you to tell me the details from Landon's other story that we didn't cover in the podcast. He made a certain balloon animal. I need to know what he made and how much he got paid for it. And if you and know those things. And, and what color and it was. What, and what the person looked like. And what the person looked like. Oh, that's a lot of details. I love that. Oh, yeah. This is a multi-part question. Multi-part question. One dollar to the snack. Snaggity shaggity. Don't miss it. Good night and farewell. Good night. I love you. Bye. Bye.